0: You're listening to... Whoa! Hot
1: luck!
2: Hot luck! Hey guys, welcome back to First of All, a real unfiltered conversation on career, family, relationships, and culture. I'm your host, Minji Chang. I'm an actor, producer, and oh my god, am my filmmaker, here to share inspiring stories and to walk through everyday life with you. How are you guys doing? Hope you're doing well. Staying sane. I don't know if I am. (laughs) This episode is coming to you just days before I shoot my very first short film. And you guys, I need your help. Like, please send your good vibes. I'm like keeping it together just by hair and by the grace of God and my amazing team. For oh my god, I'll I'll definitely share more with you guys soon because we have an amazing episode to share with y'all today. But just shout out to Andy, to Jenny, to Melly, to Sharon, to Tan. Oh my god, it has been insanity, but we're so close. It's always the moments before any big event or a big project that it just gets extra, extra nuts. But um yeah, we're in the last few days. So please, if you're hearing this before June 19th, uh send me a prayer. <laughs> I'll really appreciate it. Anywho's it's um really excited to share this episode because it is recorded with two of my dear, dear, dear friends who have been guests on this podcast. And now we're all together to talk about um a moment in time that's already been it's been already been a couple months since this happened but it inspired this deeper conversation on celebrity culture and influencer culture because the three of us work as creatives in different ways in you know the entertainment industry and have learned a lot from the hats that we've worn be it manager or the content creator or the singer songwriter the supporter the producer the actor the on-camera person the behind camera person it's we've between the three of us, we've kind of done it all and um, gained a lot of knowledge and insight that I wanted to share with you guys because I'm constantly learning from these two. They are such a huge part of my um, friendship circle, my creative support system. We've been vision boarding together, all that. And we've learned so much about the layers behind everything that is that we do. That'd be fun to share that with you guys because we collectively had our Oscars party and Will Smith meltdown moment together. (laughs) It's a little preview of what's to come. But of course, I'm talking about my amazing guests, Kevin Fong and Priscilla Liang Kim. And yeah, I'll just leave it at that and let you guys get into this episode. But gotta hype my my loves up uh, before we do. Happy Pride Month. Did I say that in the last episode? I don't know because I don't know where all my brain cells are. But if I didn't say it, and even if I did say it, Happy Pride Month. I hope you guys are enjoying it, supporting, uh, celebrating yourselves or being an ally to our friends and just creating more love and inclusivity because honestly, damn it, we need it. We We need love. We need joy. We need laughter. We need kindness and empathy and all that good stuff. So back to my guests. I'm saying all these things because... Both of them make me think of these things and just fills my heart with joy. We have Kevin Fong, who is a content creator who's focused on the intersection of Asian America and the LGBTQIA plus experience. So funny. So amazing. Go check him out on TikTok, on Instagram at level4alpha. He is a fourth generation Chinese Filipino American. He is project manager at Smile Media. He studied film at the University of Hawaii at Manoa and uh, he's just worked with so many different influencers and now he has one himself i mean talk about a glow of transformation it's just insane and uh we love we love ourselves kevin fong he's always there to remind us to drink water and to wear sunscreen and take a nap self-care all of that so we love kevin thank you kevin for being a guest and we have prisca aka priscilla liang um who's a musician a singer songwriter the co-host of the two horny goats podcast who had their last season three finale live recording episode last week in LA, which I got to MC and had the honor of doing that and being in such a great live space with Prisca and Roxy together. It was magical and I was honored. But this woman uh, has been a musician for years. Music started as an escape for her from being bullied in high school. Um, she, she loves Jason Mraz, Sarah Burrellis, Rachel Yamagata some of her major inspirations. Uh, she can, she competed in Minan Idol. She placed second in the U.S. and 30 overall. This girl has such a powerful voice and so much soul. It is insane how much is packed into that. Amazing, tiny, powerful body, mind, and spirit of hers. Um, She's collaborated with so many different artists in the Asian American and non Asian American community, including our friend Dan, aka Dan. She had a live show in uh, February. And, of course, two horny goats, like just inspiring the world with her brilliance. So, let's give it up for Prisca and Kevin in this week's episode of First of All, talking about celebrity culture and influencers.
0: Enjoy. Yeah. Came in 88 with a dream, also bright eyed. -eyed. They knew right away, sick of swim, there's no lifelines. Cutting the teeth on the move. (sighs) Nobody's going to see you. Welcome
3: to First of all, Prisca and and Kevin. What's up? Hey guys. (laughs) Thanks for having us. (laughs) Ow! Woo, woo, woo. Woo,
2: woo. This is so cool. Thanks for inviting us to sit
3: on this cloud with you. It's really nice up here. I love it.
1: I'm
2: so wow. happy that you guys are here. And this started exactly as I envisioned it. Thank you. I didn't even have to ask. Yeah. Good. How are you guys feeling today? I know, so we were releasing this in June, but we don't even have to say what day it is or anything like that. But how are you doing today in this
0: moment? Prisca, you go first.
3: Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's been kind of a, a toughie, a tough couple of weeks here. Uh, I just got over kind of a bad case of COVID. Yeah. Um, that spike protein be damned, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but me and my husband, Abe, we've just been at home sick as dogs. Like I literally binged all five seasons of Selling Sunset, including the reunion <laughs> special. And I've fallen into like a very bad Reddit rabbit hole of reading the sun- Selling Sunset like subreddit. Oh, no. Um, but You do extra yeah, credit work. I do extra credit. I'm here for the A plus, honey. Um, But so I, you know, I think I've definitely just been trying to escape from the world a little bit. And I think, Mm -hmm. um, you know, with the the violence in our country and then specifically, I'm Taiwanese American and my parents are pastors. And I think the shooting at the Taiwanese church has been really, 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 really really heavy on my heart and my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I had a long talk with my life coach about it and she was like, why don't we just give yourself a little break? Cause there's so much kind of like going on in the world and just like focus on the people that you love and that you care about. And so I think by jumping on first of all today, I'm doing just that. So turning in my homework. That's great.
0: This is part of the process.
3: Yes. (laughs) Uh,
0: I mean, being with my two
3: besties, what could be better? But yeah. How about you, Kevin?
0: Um, Blood moon happened and I'm like, okay, let's just (laughs) let things happen and I'm trying to find, like, a really nice balance of, like, really making harsh boundaries <laughs> with my mental health Ooh. and social media. And I know nice. that's like, going to be what a very that big look topic like? we'll be discussing. I don't know. No, actually, <laughs> for me, it's, okay, so you got to, like, make love to your phone in terms of knowing the settings that your iPhone has. So you can actually mm. set timers on your on any app on your phone for however long you want to use it. So I set my timer to like three hours and I realized that's a very long time for myself. However, if you spread it throughout the day, you don't realize how many times you're checking Instagram, TikTok, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so, so this little like uh, notification pops up and it's like, hey, girl, um, you reached your limit. (laughs) Ooh, You should do something (laughs) with your life and get off the toilet. So that's a cute little boundary I got going on.
3: That's so smart. I love I, that. I, yeah. Do you, is there an app that you use for that or is it just native in the phone?
0: It's native in the phone and I can show it to you. What? After, in, the, oh in person. Tell yes. us
3: all the things. Oh, my well, God. That's Make a, a TikTok really, about it.
2: <laughs> that's such a helpful resource right off the top to give to all the listeners. Like, yes. check your phones for your settings. Hopefully, it's yes. not just an iPhone thing. I think that's a really helpful thing that I yeah. I will employ because yes. It's, I've been noticing because of all the stuff that's happening too that I am more aware than ever how much I keep reaching for my freaking phone
3: Ooh, and like yeah, how and
2: automatic I, it is. I agree, mm-hmm.
3: and I think Kevin was one of the first people like you know because the three of us, um, dear listener, we sometimes have little retreats together where we do all the creative things and we plot to like take over the world. But um, <laughs> you know, Kevin talks a lot about social media hygiene, and you were the first person to tell me if someone is just kind of getting to you and you feel it like check in with yourself and it's okay to unfollow them or mute them for a bit. And it's okay if an app on your phone is just like making you obsessive about it. It's okay to delete it for a couple of days or weeks, Mm -hmm. like whatever you need, you know? And I was like,
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so simple, but it's been (laughs) so
3: helpful to me. So thank you for that.
0: Oh my God. Of course. Yeah. I've been practicing that as much as possible. Like girl, you're allowed to turn off notifications. All of Ooh. them. I turn off all, all notifications. Of so, yeah. The that's only ones great. I leave is my text messages and my, like, if someone tries to call, that's it.
3: Right. Oh, and I mean, and that's calendar. so great because it's, like, made to be so addictive. Like, it's designed by engineers to be so addictive. And so, like... To be very to bring like some mindfulness to that is so important because you know it's not our fault that we get addicted. That's how they're designed, but it is like on us to kind of try to be mindful and protective of ourselves. You know,
0: definitely, definitely.
3: I think that's always a good thing
2: to verbalize externally because those can be concepts. Like we're aware. Mm. But I know it's like I know the phone is made to do X Y Z, and they made this app so that I get you know so much dopamine kicks like eight <laughs> trillion a second About. from scrolling all the time. But like we're here collectively to tell you it's okay because I think I still benefit so much from hearing it from someone outside of myself or even hear myself say it out loud because then it's like a true I don't know like permission like yeah My girl love you you don't have to do that like you don't have yes. to you don't have to look at it um
0: you and for can me, unfollow say, that person and it is ooh. okay yes okay. but Period.
2: have you have you had that have you had people refollow you where you're like. Weren't you always
1: following
2: <laughs> A couple. Well, Kevin's a celebrity, yeah. so he, I guess, <laughs> no, he can't keep
3: track no. of it. So. <laughs> no. A little different. Um, um, yeah, I, I, I feel like it's I, – I think when I was younger, that type of stuff would bother me a lot more. And now I'm like, you know, maybe they just needed to go on a little journey and welcome back. You know what I mean? Good for you. Yes.
0: <laughs> However, I can see the, the emotional weight to it and how it is a form of like emotional currency of, oh, they unfollowed me. They un- they muted me and then I followed them back. Like there is a weird cultural gymnastics when it comes to follows yeah. and unfollows. It does yeah. mean something. However, it only means something if you give it meaning. So if someone yeah, – sure. so I'm really trying to train my brain is someone unfollows me, that's their business. That's fine
1: because
2: mm, I'll, mm-hmm.
0: I'll find another follower that loves me 10, 10 times more than you do. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) Bye.
2: Bye. And it's been a journey to get to that conclusion because I'm right where you are. I think even it's just like, okay, that happened. And not even just with social media, but like in relationships, like zooming out. If if that is the case and we're not a match for some energetic reason or we're like not compatible, that doesn't mean that I suck or anything, which used to be that was the feeling that it mainly would elicit in me. And now I'm just like, okay, okay. And it, it's taken and not, depending if I'm PMSing or not, I mostly don't
3: take it personally. That's most yeah. accurate to say. It. But yeah. Yeah.
2: sometimes it I, can hurt. But It it's can hurt.
3: You. I hear you. I hear you on that. And I think like, I think when I started going through this process, like of, of you know, with Kevin and encouraging us to have better, you know, social media hygiene, I realized like even if I feel like I'm seeing so much into someone's life and I don't know them, like, you know, maybe a friend from college who, Like if I don't know the name of her, their husband or, you know, and I'm seeing like their kids and like what they're going through. I'm like, okay, this is just like overexposure to their life. Doesn't mean I don't still care about them or anything, but I just I don't feel like they need a stranger looking at their kids. So sometimes that's why I'll unfollow, Mm. you know, I just want to respect like I don't know, like what they're sharing is like if it's like I feel like, oh, wow, I don't know that I should necessarily be privy to this. I, re- I recognize that for me, that's then it's okay to unfollow, you know?
0: Wow. Definitely. It sounds like it's the amount of information that you're receiving.
3: Yeah. Like the yeah, amount definitely. of
0: posts sometimes. So
3: Yeah. That or how private be they can be. Yeah, exactly.
2: No, you're totally the right. amount of posts plus like contextualized by a relationship. I love how we're breaking this. Yeah. Honestly, this is really helpful for me right now.
0: Good. Love. Let's break it down. I'll get a pickaxe
3: i know i'll go wrecking ball
0: <laughs> we're gonna break it down mm.
3: like a yeah ball. i'll be miley cyrus
0: and i'm gonna lick that Ooh. sledge nope, oh, no woo. oh i'm surprised oh, hoo, that's woo.
3: not how you came in for your birthday party just okay, i'm yeah,
0: surprised know. also as well <laughs> a big yeah. glitter ball we wrecking needed. ball just like come through the abbey
3: i know <laughs> just eating um like Nachos. Lady Gaga Oreos <laughs> chromatic Oreos <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it was gay. such a moment So winging
2: in and i was sad that i was not there for a grand entrance but i was there for other parts of the night that were equally um fabulous and and groundbreaking
0: yes and that's and all you need and to know not suitable for
2: other listener it. ears <laughs> yeah. that is it and, then and happy that belated <laughs> birthday again oh my god end. bless you all
0: <laughs> felt so loved thank you thank you <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that okay. I love that we started off with social media hygiene because it still is really related to this larger topic that let me just give the listeners a little context. Cause okay. We had a little soiree together <laughs> what was it, a couple months ago now, a few months yes. ago? I don't know. What is it? I time? believe so. Yeah. Um, Oscar Sunday and uh it was really cute and we had like, you know, a little rose, a little shark my first
3: charcuterie board. I mean, the most beautiful charcuterie board. Honestly, uh, side of all note, time. Minji, you did a
0: very, very great job with all yes. that charcuterie. It was beautiful. Thank you. She made a rose
2: with I the was, meat? Yeah, I was I was improv-ing on, a little now. bit, but it was yes. fun. I got in touch with my inner white girl and it was great. Um, <laughs> but it was it was really and it was a great day and we're just like I, I, I'm sure none of us watched all the movies, but it's just, you know, it's a little event and we're getting together. And look at the fashion, all that stuff, seeing the winners. And then there was this moment that we all, like, had, a, you know, the whole world, I feel like, at least America, and then ripple effects beyond to anyone who cared, which America's not the center of the universe. But it it's made a quite a splash. Um, with the whole Will Smith incident, where, like, our brains broke for a minute and we were very confused, the three of us together. And I yeah. think the conversations that we had in real time and then in our group chat. And what I I personally was like seeing like ripple effect again everywhere on social media and in my feed and all these opinions being thrown around. I was just like really like there's so much to unpack about celebrity culture. And then of course mm. I just immediately go back to you two. Love you guys. I was like, we need <laughs> to have this conversation because we're um, both
3: brilliant and we all have
2: our hands in it in different ways.
3: Yeah. And uh, yeah. like for context, like the three of us basically were like discarded West world robots. Like, you know, <laughs> we were just like malfunctioning. Like, <laughs> Kevin's eye was in full Twitch mode. Like I was, uh, Minji, just kept walking back and forth. Like <laughs> I was just like shaking. Like, you know, we were literally, if we were robots in West, world we'd be discarded like get yeah. this off the floor you know
0: yeah no it happened and then the we were actually able to replay it so then i remember <laughs> me and briska getting closer to the screen and like like <laughs> rewinding 10 seconds and we're like no that was a slap no that could have got that that yeah. couldn't have been staged and we were trying to try like i guess justify what we had seen and like yeah, yeah. it was it was so much to process at one time because we're like no that that was will smith what that was, that was like what no what? that couldn't that was a and sketch. That and was sketch and then and I was then like, we had to like go bit. on the internet <laughs> we had to go on the internet to triple check that the Ooh. rest of the internet had seen what we seen and lo and yeah. behold yes he did go up there and he did smack chris rock in the face Good yes time.
3: He did. I'm still
2: shook. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a lot to, and we had our opinions. I had, I went through a whole roller coaster, especially in the, even the days after, because we were still talking about it. And we're like, what? Yeah. And it was like such a, like, I think it just checked everybody's thoughts on like Will himself, the relationship between him and Chris. Would you, why would you do that? At the Oscars judging the marriage, all this stuff. And I was just like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. And I I shifted. You guys, I mean, we were like, I don't know. I hate to even admit that. I feel lame that I was like, I was just consumed by like
3: analyzing it the whole like what, <laughs> yeah. 36 hours later. I was like, I'm I mean, still thinking about this. It was like a rip in the proscenium. Like, you know, it was like- In the it, what? Things went- it, it, In it, my What? <laughs> <laughs> oh I don't honey, think you I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. You don't anymore not after a got you, I, exactly um, but, after that it's all ripped. <laughs> but it was just Ooh. like a break. It was like it was breaking the fourth wall in the most like extreme way. You know, it was how how things have gone the Oscars for I don't know like 70 80 years or whatever it is. It's always gone a certain way. Award shows always go a certain way and this was just a complete upset of that, a complete reversal, a flip, like, you know, and so I think the things like that are so normal, you almost don't see it anymore. And it made us look at it all of a sudden anew. And that was, it, it was kind of startling.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel this was the first time that, I mean, the topic of mental health and like power dynamics and the relationship specifically between the Academy and the black community and how just all of that stuff was all put on to the forefront. And this was mm. the first time where something major something major like this happened where then all the other content that came out after it was about mental health. I don't know if that was the same way mm. you two felt, but that was something that I saw after, which was all of the the mental health stuff and everything after was very surprising to me. I feel if this event happened in like 2007 around like the crazy Britney paparazzi era it would have been Mm -hmm. a whole it would have been received a completely different way you know so what
3: were you reading Kevin like what were people saying about mental health because like I feel like I consumed kind of different literature around it so I'm curious oh really
0: Uh, they were talking specifically about I have to look back at the specific articles because I do follow a lot of like so informed a lot of those types of mental health accounts that are about That have a lot of um, infographics. I would say, Yes,
3: <laughs> love an infographic. Yeah, the so a lot of
0: a lot of it was like the dynamic specifically on how if like Jada could have protected herself. Was it a man defending his 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 wife? Like things mm-hmm. to do when mm-hmm. two men, two black men, are at uh, are having some sort of power struggle with each other. Mm-hmm. What was Will trying mm-hmm. to say by him going up there? And asserting his manhood. Oh. So it was a lot wow. of those type of things, specifically on my feed, that those types wow. of articles were coming up.
3: That's interesting. so interesting. Yeah. What yeah, about you, Prisca? Was, yeah, I mean, I, I I think like um maybe a lot of the things I was seeing, I didn't think it was like framed in terms of mental health, but more so like the power dynamics. So I think mm-hmm. I think maybe um, what you were seeing was power dynamic being uh, talked about from a more mental health perspective. And I think I. I think it was um, the, the most surprising to kind of like hear people talk about. Like, what are you going to do? You give someone so much power for so long where they get to live above reproach and they almost get to break every rule mm-hmm. in normal society. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then you completely disown him when he behaves like a human would under these um, abnormal conditions. You know, mm-hmm. you completely, you you made him like that and then you disown him the minute um, you don't like what that behavior or that behavior crosses uh, an arbitrary line. Obviously, Ooh. this was like a very big event, but um, <clears throat> you know, there's been so many things done by celebrities that are probably inappropriate and that you know, I don't know, don't belong in like normal, regular society. But because of their fame, they're given a, a longer leash, you know. Of course, and so I, I think it. I think it was interesting that obviously this was so extreme so it was easy to but they did make an (coughs) example out of will smith in this you know and that was interesting i'm i'm not sure where i fall on that but that's definitely what i was intaking during that time how about you minji i i
2: I love the way both of you like presented that i think my my feeds if you will were like very, it's like a, a, a quilt of different things. Some of them specifically about mental health. A lot of them, especially in TikTok, because they're they're a little bit, I guess, not um, Instagram is a lot of images and memes, right? But in TikTok, mm. it's like longer form than that. Yeah. So you I can have a minute. Kind to kind delve deeper, into
1: right? The right.
2: And there's, a, there's a lot of women speaking out and men and straight men that were speaking out on it um, in terms of that the relationship dynamic a lot, which was mm. feeding my feed a lot. And that's a lot of stuff that I follow is spirituality, psychology, mental health and relationships and like trauma surviving and things like that. And So there's a different spin of there's a lot of black women who are like, you know, I love I loved Will Smith and his, uh, you know, his behavior is inexcusable and going off. Then there were some people that were more sympathetic to him, saying like he's under intense emotional duress just because he's a celebrity and then kind of like unraveling celebrity culture. Mm. I think my, my interaction with that and like who I am as a person, it was just so, I was fascinated by seeing everybody else's reactions because they were so varied and that was so fascinating about what an incident involving such a well-known person, a celebrity, who is really just a person at the end of the day, like you and me, on this larger stage causes everybody else to react in their respective ways. That's, I think, the big, big picture that I was kind of like sitting
3: outside of and trying to observe
2: on top right. of my own feelings.
3: Yeah, it's kind of like the blue dress, white gold dress yeah. like s- situation where it's it be, it's become some sort of like litmus test for um the people around you. Exactly. And it's, yeah. it's, it's exactly yeah. what we we're saying earlier.
2: Sorry, got to, to, you. Uh, mm. But like No, it's okay.
3: What you're saying like I
2: cannot, I, I I. will never go out of my way to like harm you and I'm not, gonna, it's like trying to find that balance of like, I'm not doing all of this for everybody else and I cannot control what everybody else is going to feel towards me. When we're talking about like social media hygiene, yeah. um, we uh, can all and act I, the best we can and it doesn't mean everyone's going to love us or there might be people who
3: And I think that the one thing that bothered me about the discourse that followed is the people that tried to. Um, use it as like a way to further their agenda like you mm-hmm. know um, I, I think even you know I, I think the stuff that kind of bothered me was like white women making it about themselves like oh it was so triggering because I've been through I'm like dude this has literally nothing to do <laughs> with yeah. you like please sit down Sarah like you know, so. you know
0: sometimes Sarah she just wants the
3: attention <laughs> yeah Sarah just showing us just what her get issues are her
0: up. iced coffee in the morning she yeah, didn't. and it's not
3: the Sarah anyone else is thinking about. It's Sarah E. So no I'm kidding. Girl. <laughs> Thank you for specifying. girl. <laughs>
0: like
3: not alcohol. to
2: be specific, but. <laughs> <laughs> but Kevin, what were you gonna say? Sorry, I was I cut you
0: off. Oh no, what 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 that it was a moment where everyone had to <clears throat> react. And I think because of social media, we all now have an outlet for where to place our emotions. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't have to wait to the next day at the office to then talk mm-hmm. about it. We could have like talked about it right then and there. And I think, like, for myself as a content creator, within the first yeah. like 30 minutes, I was like, <laughs> I gotta honest. get something up. I gotta second. get something up. Like, ooh, something. Ooh. Cause, it, like, you, when it comes to events like these, it's for content creators, you're just kind of like waiting for the moment. Of like, what's going to be the meme moment? What is going to be the moment that yeah. the internet will talk about for the next couple days? And Ooh. you want to be in on, in See, on that conversation. You were. See, that, yeah.
3: That's interesting because I'd <laughs> love to ask you about that, Kevin, too. Because like, how do you balance like being the first to kind of get to the punchline um, versus kind of what we're talking about, about like kind of fueling this kind of celebrity Um impact you know like what goes through your mind in terms of that
0: what goes through my mind is I think because of the platform it's known for commenting on certain lifestyles and pop culture uh right it's just I guess part of the job in a way to Mm -hmm. to be on top of it you Mm -hmm. know right and to make it a little bit easy for myself so I was just like Okay, that image happened. The image is out there. Let's just turn it into a meme of some sort.
2: You so, were so good yeah. at that. I yeah. was. We <laughs> oh, watched you. it in real time, Prisca, because we were. Yeah, we were present in the, in the creation of art, and that's. I oh think my so, god! And I'm curious what you think, Prisca, because you and I are podcasters, right? So when that incident happened, and Kevin was on his phone, like <laughs> creating brilliance, just making and, like, memes. It's funny. Like, but your memes are, okay, like I, so I, quick yeah I promote the shit out of Kevin to everybody because oh I was God. like Kevin's memes are like I don't understand I'm such a verbose person I was like I don't know how to distill a, like a moment in cultural history into an image and like two <laughs> lines yeah, I need mean,
3: an and hour and a half on a platform yeah. my podcast I feel like you're so good at writing not only relatable jokes but the ones that really hit to the core of the issue yeah without ever being Like Perez Hilton, mean. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't ever feel like any of your jokes are actually mean spirited. It's just like this relatable, straight to the core of the issue kind of joke. And I I don't know how you do it, but I think, yeah, it's pure brilliance, like Minji said.
0: Oh my God. Thank you. (laughs) It's also just practice and finding the right font. That's all it is.
3: (laughs) Finding (laughs) the right font. Practice, (laughs)
0: practice, practice, practice. That's the
3: secret. (laughs) (laughs) Put it out. Yeah. I I think for me, like I I definitely you're that's such an interesting question, Minji, because, yeah, I looked at it so differently from Kevin. I mean, we just watched him in awe. So I don't know that my brain was working very quickly or at all. I mean, I had what three of those wine cans that you brought, Kevin. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Bev. We love
0: Bev. (laughs) Bev
3: They were very good. And I can't even drink. (laughs) so good and so strong. So I was just kind of I think that kind of break in this kind of like business as usual um is is what I was going through my mind more so like and even you know when um the whole event with the netflix is a joke kind of um dave Chappelle incident a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago mm-hmm. um I, that was exactly the the fulfillment of what my fears were in the moment after the slap happened. Mm. And so um, that's kind of what was going through my mind of like, you know, we're all performers in in different shapes and forms. But I was, I was like, no one should ever be afraid to get on stage. Like no one should fear for their health and their safety, you know, on stage. It's such a, like, I view it as such a sacred space. And Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I I lived in Ashland, Oregon for for a year with all of these theater actors and every day they're getting up in front of people and that's their entire vocation. And I can't imagine adding to the stress of hitting your cues, knowing your lines, being in your light, getting your makeup on, getting the right costume on. And then also to potentially fear that if someone doesn't like the contents of the play, that they could feel... um, you know, empowered to to walk up there and and take physical action. Mm. I think that was like the the main thing. Obviously, there's so many socioeconomic and racial issues layered on top of that. But at the moment, I have to be totally honest. That was the main thing going through my mind.
2: Wow, wow! I'm so glad we're regrouping lot. on this months later. That is, <laughs> I didn't know Briska. I'm because <laughs> I was like uh duh, the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you were yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> externally. <laughs> but that that's so different uh, if uh, like so mine you guys heard me because i kind of defended
0: will like i was like yeah yeah like everyone where we live in a um like a culture too where everyone then had to take a side you know yeah it's, interesting yeah
2: and my preliminary the thing is i was defending him i'm being real like that right. was my first stance and i was like well, Chris Rock was being like I actually love Chris Rock, but I also know he said some stupid, This is my context too. It's cuz my world, I've been around so many comedians with collaboration. Uh, I have ooh. gone to so many comedy clubs and I've had <laughs> comedians in my shows. I've auditioned There's comedians. There's a weariness in your voice. <laughs> so, and I love them I and I had to have done it myself. It is terrible. I I had to do stand up twice. It's one of the most terrifying things. So, I have a lot of respect too for like people who can do it well. But I've I have a maybe like a historical bias because I've seen a lot of toxic men in comedy where they use that sacred space, Prisca, to like say stupid, horrendous shit. Yeah. And feel like they are beyond reproach because it's a joke. And if you comment or get offended by it or, God forbid, like react to it, then something's wrong with you because you can't take the joke, right? So that to me as like an underlying thing of I've been in that environment and heard so many versions mm. of like bad comedians or like toxic men because it has been a breeding ground in the past is it getting better and is evolving absolutely and I love that but yeah I didn't know the context of like obviously the relationship between Chris and and Will um but I also and it was also I'm gonna be really real like as a personal place of like a single female who's like wanted her boyfriends or partners to be more in defense of me or, like, more protective of me. And I'm Korean, okay? Yeah, this I was all... like, you're a Korean woman. Girl. I understand. Exactly. <laughs> it's layered with culture. In my culture, yeah. right, that I've seen mm. a lot of problematic Korean, ragey, temperamental men who will, they snap. And it's not something that I admire, but there's part yeah. of me that truthfully kind of appreciates somebody that's like, you can't talk to my girl like that. Yeah. Right, yeah, right. Because yeah. so,
3: it is a love I, language in Korean culture. Apparently, like, you know,
0: yeah. It, oh, shows, so, it shows it yeah. shows they care. Now it's the action mm-hmm. I can be considered
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, it, uh, one romantic. It could also be scary. <laughs> it could also just be like, uh what? Why why, All why those what things, are you doing Kevin? with that beer bottle? Yeah, no.
3: All yeah. those things have And that's and, what else I'm and, packing and after. <laughs> and I get it. Like I, you know, I love my husband. He's a Korean man, and what? there have been moments where <laughs> I know, shocking. Um toys. and there have been moments where he gets like protective of me and It's actually like it's it's it's, I'm sure, Minji, you know, it it can be endearing, but it can also be terrifying. Yes, because they might be putting themselves into a situation. Yeah, no, no. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: Because it's like I can see that because it's like then you're just worried for the other person because they're going to get hurt is that yeah. it
3: no 100 percent. i'm afraid for the other person go i'm jail. afraid that <laughs> yeah. he will go to jail yeah i'm afraid that um this means we won't be invited back to a party or you know or or you <laughs> yeah, know it's, it's whatever a lot. situation mm-hmm. it's a uh, lot yeah. like a lot's going through your head and like at the same time like it it can be tough because you like me as his partner like i don't want to do anything to emasculate him because that might either exacerbate the moment or make it a big fight between us later. I want him to, you know what I mean, feel... But also, like I don't need someone to fight my battles, so it, yeah. it, it's kind of tough. Like
0: you know, there's so
2: much there. Prisca. Yeah, I, you're, and I love how clearly you can like go through all those different facets because they all coexist at the same moment, which is why I think True. our respective reactions to seeing something outside of our own circumstances from an like a third party that's like that you in your mind have like respected and loved because that's how we treat a lot of our celebrities. If we you know, are fans of them, they're kind of like this like higher being or like there's a bit of a pedestal like for real and yeah and, and then to watch that like something of yourself reflected and then you're like oh shit it's yeah it's a lot to kind of like reconcile
3: and, and it's yeah no, I, I totally agree and i think it's interesting that we're looking at will smith who has kind of um stayed kind of on top throughout this evolution of what we consider celebrities to be like, mm-hmm. he's found a way to be, he, you know, famous in, like, the, the, the 90s um, where it was, like, very, very limited in mm-hmm. terms of who could get gain visibility, mm-hmm. you know. And then he kind of stayed through... Um, you know, his blockbuster movie phase where he stayed in the minds, he stayed top of minds in American households. And then even now in the internet age, like he has like a, like he's had a very savvy relationship with the internet, like whether it's through his kids or through his own socials or, you know, mm-hmm. he's pretty savvy um, to navigate all that. And so I think that was interesting. You know what I mean? Cause like you, uh, like Kevin was saying, like if this had happened, when britney you oh, know shaved yeah. her head in 06 like but will smith was still a household name at that time so it, it, it's an interesting case study
2: yeah i love how academic you are priscilla it's so impressive right it's so, so hot. Boring.
3: I? I'm just... should i give you money <laughs> <laughs> i'm sally mae so i will take your class student love i paid loans.
0: <laughs> 120 for it is <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I'm curious, And like, I love and I I think there's so much of why I was like, OK, we, got, we have so much to cover. But even just in this one incident, there's so much to unpack. I'll say mm. this, like, Mike, I, I want to like it's I'm being transparent that like I was defensive of Will. But like after in the aftermath, I definitely like rethought a lot of it. I don't like what he did. I never liked what he did. But I think I was defensive of him also because you in our circles i'll say between three of us we're very deeply embedded in the asian american creative community therefore Mm. us being in that space and kevin's been managing influencers and now he is one and like prisca you're a freaking amazing musician you're like in these concerts and shows you have fans and you have this amazing podcast with roxy like i i feel like our environment has been unique to like i know influencers and i've met a ton of celebrities and i've Hung out with them and I have been very aware of like they're ooh, regular people. Ooh, oh my god, <laughs> no, like that, that they're, sure. they're like that they're regular, schmegular people. That's my they're main, main like takeaway.
0: Yes, that like, yeah. like they has banging out, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and some of them, like, Big
2: I don't diff. even, it's like, don't meet your heroes too. Because, like, some of them I met and I'm like, you're really just a turd, like, that sucks, yeah. but like. Yeah. So that's that's also why I felt like defensive of Will's like he's a regular dude, man. He's going through like all his regular drama, but for the entire yes. world watching and commenting. So mm, if he had a moment mm. where he snapped, and yeah, mental health is a freaking real thing. We all know that, and we're we're regular regular people with none yeah. of our business, you know, yeah. involuntarily put under the microscope by millions of people. Like I would have snapped way earlier than him, in my opinion. So, yeah. That's why I was defensive too. I was like, I wouldn't have done nothing better. I would have done worse, probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: relatable. Relatable I think, content. I
3: know. <laughs> totally relatable. <laughs> and I think on top of that, Abe was just kind of saying um, that my husband's hot take was that um, we've all been stuck inside for two years and everyone forgot how to be in the world, you mm-hmm. know? And I think that's, that's definitely valid. another layer to this. For sure. For sure
2: I, I, we, and we're gonna expand on this and we have to take a little breaky break for a
3: second, but Aww. everything when I talk with you guys turns into breaky break <laughs> like I know <laughs> I know I well, I'll miss everyone while we're gone. <laughs> but before we go to the break,
2: I want to say, I'm curious to your guys' thoughts because as we wrap up this Will Smith conversation as a jumping off point for everything else to come, um, what your thoughts are on the repercussions because it's been a minute. He's, like, gone off to India? When? Is he rehab? I have no idea. I think so. See, this is the thing. We're we're all fixated on the incident. Wow. But I'm also curious about, like, the aftermath because I think that's as important. And I think a lot of the anger that's been residing in a lot of different people, especially from men. I was really actually encouraged to hear this from street guys. They're like, if it were any regular person that walked up and slapped Chris Rock, they would have been arrested. Like, that double standard. Curious what you guys thought about that. Like, um, and I was so like defensive initially, so I wasn't thinking of that as much.
3: I'm also just picturing him at the spa Kendall was at, like at the beginning <laughs> of Succession Season 2 or 3 or whatever it was. So, <laughs> sorry. That's what's going on in my head. That he's getting um, a massage. <laughs> yeah, he's getting a massage. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Kevin, what do you think?
0: Uh, in regards to Will?
3: Like uh, yeah. double standard, like
2: he's yeah, because he's celebrity, like he didn't. Get oh, taken he can do whatever away. he wants. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day,
0: like at the end of the day, he's a celebrity. He's gonna do. There will be no repercussions, honestly. Mm. On, and from a manager's perspective, kind of any press is good press. So interesting. This did bring him back into the the light. You know, finally, the Academy Awards were like yes. TikTok is talking about us. Yay. The youngins. Like, (laughs) we we needed needed that pop culture television moment, and we haven't had one of those in kind of a while. So, while it was at the expense of Chris Rock getting assaulted on television, it did bring this like level of, oh my God, we uh, collective trauma all together. Let's do this. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. do you think
3: they'll stage like certain events like this in the
0: future? I think so. I think now it will just be a joke. I don't think any I mean, people run on stage all the time. Like where would Taylor Swift be without Kanye? (laughs) I I believe in an alternate universe. Kanye did not go up on stage and then Taylor (laughs) Swift did not become who she became.
3: Like, and we never got Reputation. We that did, We never got anything a post travesty. whatever
0: that post We are never Taylor. ever breaking up. Yeah. yeah, yeah we wow. never
2: have gotten that song because that song has helped me through some stuff.
0: I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. know. That was probably we'll post. I think that was like 2013. So. We I know.
3: Oh, everything everywhere.
0: Yeah.
3: So like um, I guess yeah.
0: altogether, I Will Smith will have no repercussions. He has too much yeah. money, too much power, too much influence he can honestly come back. Interesting. He's too many other people money. Exactly, exactly. And even if he doesn't, he stops doing it like he left his mark on Chris Rock's mm -hmm. face. I mean,
3: (sighs) Kevin Spacey... (laughs) The palm print. I mean, Kevin Spacey's like working again. So, I mean, I don't know that there's any real repercussions for anybody. So... Um, I, I mean, he got banned from going to the Oscars, which is a slap on the wrist if I ever saw one. Um, that just seemed like it was more for optics than anything. Um, I honestly have no idea. I'm excited to see how this timeline plays out. Um, hopefully it doesn't involve our earth burning in the next 20 years, but you know, I'm, I'm here for it.
2: We all are, whether we like <laughs> to
3: admit it or not. Ah, we're on the Man. spinning rock together. Okay, get me off of this rock, t-
0: anyway. I know, <laughs>
3: seriously, though. <laughs> Elon, i no, kidding.
2: <laughs> someone launch me, Canon. Someone launch me. I'll be the cannon. Shoot me out of outer space. I'm done. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, um, we'll take a little break and we'll be back to talk more about unpacking celebrity NHL culture. P.R.B.
3: hope it's some more instant gratification give me your love on these pictures i've taken
0: hey sharon Hey, Raman. How are folks still racist? I know, right? We're like two decades into the 21st century. Yeah, and second question,
1: where's my jetpack?
2: Well, I can't help you there, but have I got a podcast for you. Modern Minorities is a show where each week, my longtime pal Raman and I uncover common and uncommon truths that we all need to hear for our majority brains and ears.
3: Yeah, Sharon and I have spoken to doctors, lawyers, directors, climate activists, angry Asians, athletes, chefs writers
0: folks who are black brown gay straight and everything in between
3: past guests have included comedian margaret cho southern poverty law center journalist geraldine mariba comics creator jean Yang, and many many
0: more we've even talked about ramadan black history month kamala khan and robin being queer it's like we're trying to solve racism with the podcast challenge accepted so check out modern minorities at modmypod.com or
3: wherever you get your favorite podcasts
2: remember we're all modern minorities but we're no one's model minority hey first of all fam if you're a fan of the show and would like to support consider backing us on patreon you can join our discord community and get different perks by going to patreon.com slash first of all podcast if you'd like to support in other ways you can go check out first of or subscribe and leave a five-star rating on your favorite platform or just follow me on instagram because i love hearing from you thank you all so much for the support and enjoy the show
3: and living like you only good in a dream seeing it every day on your screen people just to feel
2: half a down someone else's okay so i want to say like I, lo- I love what we discussed my my wheels are spinning in a million different directions but so i'm try to hone in my main thing that i personally want to like kick off this part two of this conversation is that i'm excited and i'm hopeful that even though I know celebrity culture will continue to exist, I don't think—I think this incident, amongst a, a multitude of, like, other things that are happening, including, like, the joint up Amber Um Yowza. Like, we are—I hope that it's, like, a dismantling of celebrity culture that we're—it really can, like, evolve into a more, like, who the hell cares? Why do we care so much in general? Like, it'll still be entertaining— but yeah, I just I personally I'm so excited for the day that none of this matters that much for real because like there's there's a time for trash TV and then there's time for like the news you know and there's times for like yeah. a documentary and like to know about humanitarian things and like like a balance do you know what I mean and like we're we're very like and maybe I'm biased but I don't know what you guys think I just feel like there's no been such a like ridiculous. It's
3: crazy. I I don't think you're biased. Um, And, you know, yeah, I'd be really curious to hear your thoughts on this, Kevin, because you've been part of it so long. Um, But I just feel like in general, all that's happening is it's playing up this human, like very human evolutionary need to see what's happening in social circles. But because we have screens in front of us, whether it's a television or a phone, um, and it's being... Still, information in a lot of ways is still being broadcast, you know, whether it's being filtered out through different bro- blogs or different news outlets, like it's still being broadcast from very singular sources. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's just playing up this human need to, like, back in the day in like early, early man, like villages like you know you kind of had to know what was happening in your social group because that was part of survival yeah and now our village has just expanded to um you know this kind of crazy the yeah the whole world exactly and so i yeah i don't know that it'll, that it'll ever go away but i do think it's going to change a lot because it's already changed so much in the past 20 years and yeah I, kevin like what do you think about how celebrity has
0: changed yeah it's not going anywhere Y'all. Yeah. It's not, no. 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 Uh, celebrity culture is not disappearing anytime soon. There's always been a form of celebrity, no matter uh, what the outlet or platform is. I think it will just continue to evolve. Um, what social yeah. media has done for for everyone, it's kind of like leveled the playing field, where now anyone can become a mm. quote unquote celebrity. I think the definition of celebrity Mm -hmm. has completely changed. Celebrity back then used to be like the Dean Martins and Judy Garland and the Marilyn Monroes. And you had to be this like darling this. It was like, ooh, la la. You're a celebrity. Take my photos. Red carpet. It was very that. And then Mm. it completely just evolved and changed. I would say with the invention of the Internet. So. Yeah. Do you
3: think for the better or for the worse?
0: Uh, I, I am neutral <laughs> on that. It, it, is, it is moving in a direction, and I don't know on the spectrum where it's going. That's fair. And it's I don't know no if I could answer that question. <laughs> like, if that, is it good or is it bad? I really don't know. It could be depends mm. on how, what, what side of the coin you're looking at it from. So, hmm.
2: yeah. Good point. Well, I was very – well, the way that I've viewed different celebrities that I I stand and that I follow and that I've met, like, it made me kind of see patterns because I was like, there's certain people that I don't initially, like, fangirl over. And I think, categorically, it's more people that are, like, really just trying to be famous to be famous and – And then there's people who are famous because they've done something, right? They've created something or they perform something really spectacularly and in excellence. And then therefore they're known, they're notorious because they made an impact, right? Like they Mm -hmm. created something really, like Steve Jobs, like innovated, like he changed our whole world with the technology that he did. And not that I like, I I also heard that he's an asshole, so I didn't like I admired what he made, but not him as a person. So I was, like, differentiating all those things all the time. But I think, in general, for me, when I'm around people that are wanting to just be famous, and I'll be real, like, I wanted that too. I wanted that as a young kid, right? Now... Mm All I see is unhealed childhood trauma. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Mm.
1: Oh,
3: that's, you know, like that's, yes, yes. that voracious need for acceptance and love and and being lauded. uh, Yeah, no, that's filling some kind of hole a lot of times. Yeah.
2: There's some people who are like, they, they kind of like have a star quality. I'm not saying, you know, that's different when it's just like kind of who you are. Like it's mm. amazing, but there's a difference of like someone who's like ultra thirsty for it. You know what I mean? So
0: yeah, the, there's the yeah, level of desperation mm. that comes off that's not attractive. Yeah, I think to yeah, me the and- definition of celebrity has evolved into the terms of it's we can create our own celebrities. Mm-hmm. The it, mm. the world is so diverse enough. There's so many so much talent out there that you can kind of everyone has a celebrity to themselves. You know, it's not defined by the media anymore of this is a celebrity, you know?
3: Yeah, because Killian Murphy is a celebrity in my household, but I mean, he's just like a normal run of the mill.
0: In my household, (laughs) who? What? We do not. This is the household of Nick Jonas. That is who we worship in this household.
3: Leave Killian Murphy (laughs) alone. (laughs) The shrine. The shrines. But I think it is interesting that you bring that up because um, I think Hollywood used to be a lot about being chosen. And yes, there was this, exactly. even if you watch like movie, yeah, movies that are, yeah. you know, that happened back then or that are um, kind of uh, set during that time. It's all about like, you're getting your big break, someone seeing something in you being chosen somehow. And nowadays, like it, it's completely shifted like the I think it is empowering in a sense um, because it's not about being chosen, but it is about being savvy enough to understand your branding, to bring that across to enough people and creating content that's going to keep them. Kind of interested, you know? Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's like back then there used to this. You had to be validated. You mm-hmm. you had to have that blue check mark and go. Okay, <laughs> yes, I'm a celebrity. And then now celebrities it. are like, mm, are you? You have a blue check mark? Okay, okay, you're a celebrity. So, or it just it just yeah, means something different. It just evolved. So I think yeah. what you're
2: saying in in, the, in terms of the chosen thing, I think it's t- still so relevant. And like it's a matter of who's doing the choosing, right? Because if right. we're looking at Hollywood as an institution, it was a lot of these main studios that were really dictating who you're going to be able to view. Because like, like Kevin was saying, there's so few ways and so few yeah. vehicles for yeah. anybody to see any person on like a wide scale. It was very like such gatekeepers, right? And there's yes. like these like handful of studios that are like, this person and this person, and this kind of character, and then this, like, they're the hero. These This is the ingenue, like, whatever. And now it's very think, set. Exactly. And so it's very prescriptive and very, very gatekeeping. And now, but I still think there's a choosingness, but it's kind of democratized because yeah. of numbers. Like, internet yeah, is like, oh, you
3: get 20 million views, Bella Porch, you know? <laughs> yeah, ah. it is, it is democratized. And we have to think about how quickly this has evolved because. Literally ten years ago, like you know, I was working in marketing at the time, and and the idea that a studio would go hunting for someone on on YouTube or Instagram um, to see their like acting chops was literally that seemed preposterous. Like mm-hmm. like I it's, it and nowadays people in big studios are mining certain social media like whatever yeah. whoever's hyped up on them. For talent, mm. you know? And and it, it used to literally like it, they used to roll their eyes at that idea. And 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 studio heads that wanted to try that, they were kind of like laughed out of the room, you know? Yes and, and that idea was preposterous just ten years ago. Um and and, and it's crazy how quickly that's flipped.
0: It's so oh. insane to me that of the wealth of talent that's on the internet and especially from social media, they're already cast aside. Yeah. They're not even, wow. um, they, they barely bat an eyelash at it. And it wasn't until I started mm-hmm. really getting into working with YouTubers and working with top, top tiered YouTube talent and seeing the amount yeah. of money that they bring in, along with the actual Ooh. influence that they have in terms of, like, they can't even go to a target without being recognized. Like, these are people that wow. have celebrity, like, influential status. And it's crazy to me that there's a old school Hollywood form of thinking that they have to give the validation, they have to give the mm-hmm. stamp of approval, or they won't even look towards. There's so much talent out there, just, and you can look for you can talent yeah. from your phone, from your toilet, like it's so <laughs> easy now. You don't have to go to a I comedy. I've got the Ali Wong, Wong
3: method. Yeah. No. <laughs>
0: Yes, right that is there. exactly so what true. you're doing, Minji. That's what we're all doing. <laughs> talent scouting from our Talent scouting. It's a process. Yes.
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah. Just Mute before you plop. That's like the rule. Girl, you know. Potato, you plop, potato potato. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like, That's such a good perspective. Yes. Yeah, I think
2: it's so interesting. And Kevin, because you've been managing talent, and like I know that you've again work with top tier talent and you've seen People who like have all this notoriety and who get asked by all these different brands and whatever. And that's become its ecosystem of like there's so many more people and especially with TikTok. I mean, TikTok is its own like gigantic stratosphere of like people monetizing celebrity and eyeballs and mm. viewership and then being content creators, which in I, again, I'm very like I'm, I'm a I'm a Libra rising. So I don't think everything's mm. just like good or bad. Oh, there's, my God, me It's too. amazing.
0: Are you? Yeah. Cute. I'm a Taurus Libra Libra. Stop. Oh my gosh! Come, Come on, feelings. feelings. Come on,
2: feelings and justice and balance. Like I I'm so, it so like- sorry to be the Capricorn here.
3: We <laughs> want her no emotions. Stuff? I actually don't remember right now. Okay, we're gonna do a birthday reading it up offline. I know. Yeah. But I'm just sorry to be the Capricorn Roxy with is no
1: emotions. Right
3: now. I know. She's told me at least eight times and I'm like, I'm going to remember, I'm going to remember this time. And I don't. Yeah. What? (laughs) I know. What? I think I'm two Capricorns. Like two of the ones are Capricorns for me. But anyhow, sorry. Tangent. So Amazing. Um
2: no I I really want to know your birth chart now um, okay <laughs> but like when I look at all those things like it's not like a just good or bad and the older I get I'm like everything's gray it's really just a matter of perspective yeah
0: yeah I think it's yeah.
2: incredible mm-hmm. that you and I all of us can make a living off of like these apps on this little metal box that we can metal and glass box <laughs> that we carry around everywhere so weird that that's a thing now and then like a byproduct of that is like. Also, this chase for numbers like that, the content creation life can be very, very draining in its own way and you kind of become a slave to that. But also it doesn't always, I'll say from my little side as being the actor here, like hearing the conversations from like filmmakers and directors and stuff for certain types of projects. Like it's totally cool to go after an influencer because there's not a lot required of them per se. But I've heard Mm -hmm. there's been multiple nightmare situations where like you assume, oh, this person has like the chops to do this because they have such a huge consistent following. But then when they're put in this other medium of like more austere, like tv film need to know your lines be memorized know how to interact with all these other characters know how to cheat to camera all these you know different technical aspects and craft aspects of like acting i've just heard so much shit talking about influencers cannot act if their lives depended on it but they're like amazing on the short form (laughs) content you know so there's that conversation that happens so it's always just changing do you know what i mean because there was this big embrace of it
0: yeah the one whole that conversation is totally valid um i don't need to go into, like, horror stories of my specific experiences. But definitely, I would say on, like, that specific spectrum. um, Yeah. They have talent. Now, does it translate to long-form acting? Like, actual acting? Not just going, Mm. hey, guys, welcome back to my YouTube channel. That's a great dream (laughs) and that you can aspire to. But at the same time, you have to think they're so used to putting out something and it gets a million views automatically. In the comments, they're like, we yeah. love you, we support mm. you, we'll buy your t-shirt. They get all the ad revenue they get all this money and instant gratification. The mm. whole, the whole process of making even an indie film, a music video of something where it's the complete opposite of that, and you're you don't have the creative yeah. freedom to it can really kind of mess with the whole the whole system that's been in place.
3: Mm. Interesting. And
0: I, mean, I think the one thing that a lot of creators uh, that try to wa- want to go into acting, but just they don't, they're not honing their craft and they're not kind of honoring the entire process, which is working with the director, working mm. with the writer, working with a producer showing up on time. Yeah, Bitch. If you number one on the call sheet, then you got to respect everyone <laughs> on set. Like you got to like yes. make friends, like be, be friends with the DP, be friends with the gaffer. Like you, just because your talent yeah. doesn't mean like you automatically Ooh. are the best.
3: So. Even if you're huge, you're still kind of, you're going into their world at correct, that point. And correct. so if you don't yes, respect you that, are just then, part of the you know, machine. you're not going to have a good time of it. You're part of a yeah. team, for goodness yeah. sake. and oh. I, as, Yeah. As much as I think short form storytelling, you know, like on TikTok and whatnot is going to be bigger and bigger. I, I don't. I don't personally think that long form storytelling is ever going to go away. Mm -mm. I think it'll evolve and whatnot, but I think the form in and of itself, I think there's something about like a 90 minute two-hour movie that fits well in a human brain, you know? And so I just don't think that's ever going away. I think, um, I think that we, I think like you said, Minji, it's always going to be changing. Cause I do remember one point of pride I used to have was, you know, being a singer, songwriter, and I could kill it live. But a lot of these YouTubers who would be headlining the shows, they would come and they would be really awkward on stage, like didn't know, like, you know, how to project their voices, like, Mm. never really took voice lessons, like kind of were self taught, but you know, they built a huge following online. So they're headlining these shows. Mm -hmm. But over the past 10 years, that's changed. Um, That used to be an assumption that would be true, like, 80% of the time. And now, like, honestly, everyone's 50, 50, you know, like, cause now I think everyone's evolved to, to know that they need voice lessons, to know that they, they need stage coaching to know, you know? And so all these things are, are, are still being, um, are still in flux. Like even within the course of like (coughs) eight, 10 years, like it's changed so much.
0: Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's evolved tremendously and it's also matured and there's, and it really depends on the platform. It really depends on the final album. Mm. That's so true. So there used, to be, there used to be two, maybe three. It was film, television, and maybe radio.
2: Right. You know? Mm.
0: And those were the two main well, outlets of like, back. oh my God, you you like made it. And now think about of all the numerous places we can consume basically anything at any time.
2: So <laughs> all now at the at same every, time. And the, yes.
0: All at the same time. Everywhere. All at once. All <laughs> on my everything bagel. But, uh, like it's It's so Kevin, much. It's I- so much.
3: Can I ask you, what was that like for you to kind of I know we alluded to the fact that you were managing a lot of influencers and and people that had a lot of visibility and now being, you know, inside the house like you are experiencing this really, you know, um, increase in visibility and in notoriety. Um, like what's that been like to be on the inside of that?
0: Like transitioning and, and, and moving transitioning
3: into- or even like maybe like how you viewed it before, is it has it changed how you view it now, now that you are the influencer?
0: Yes, it's both, both and. Uh, mm-hmm. It's changed in the sense of, okay, now I do understand the anxieties that come with it. Anxieties uh, can look hmm. like, oh, I, I got it. it. It does feel 24-7 at times, which is why I try to really put harsh boundaries so it'll be like mm. like how we were watching the oscars together and then we saw that moment and i'm like i gotta post it like i just i just had to post something mm-hmm. you know yeah. be, uh, yeah. being be, kind of beholden of like i gotta post every day or every other day uh, to keep that right. muscle really strengthened and then there's the other thing of setting boundaries with like hey uh the hate comments you know and mm. uh, it's getting to wow. the point where some comments can sting a little bit and then it's, what What? what does what that is do? That?
3: I've never, even, like, I've never asked
2: yeah, you about we've that, Kevin. i
3: never
0: talked to you about this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I I'm, I'm, so, like? I'm so, I'm so, here's, no, don't worry about it. It's, um. I appreciate your, uh, checking in. It's, um, who do we have to kill? Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. I've been on, really, though, I've been I've on the. She's
3: got a crossbow.
0: <laughs> right? She's like, ready? There is a red dot on the I forehead. I took it from Hawkeye. Sight.
3: Yeah, let's go.
0: <laughs> um,
3: in the name of Thanos. Yeah, you gotta stop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I've been on the other side Sorry. managing all these artists who also have 10 wow. million more followers than I do and seeing the – and they're also at a younger age. So mm.
1: I've been able to
0: in a way see it from a perspective of, okay, how do I like the way they're handling it? Are they handling it in a way that I would? It also made me mm. respect them a lot more because they're being – while they may, they're they putting out content that I may not identify with, they're still being mm-hmm. vulnerable with the entire world to see. They're wow. putting themselves out there on a platform to be judged, and I I, I respect them for that. Because on one end, it's like, mm-hmm. well, they're the one laughing all the way to the bank. So I guess a-, a handful of hate comments won't really hurt. It's just at the same time, you know, it they, they still hurt, no matter how big your bank account is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. for I me mean, stepping can into it. you imagine being. Oh, go ahead.
3: Sorry, just a follow up to that, Kevin. Like, mm-hmm. can you imagine being fifteen year year old you mm-hmm. and getting the comments that you're getting?
0: No, I it would. I, I know fifteen year old Kevin would. It would affect me, or or nice. I would do something drastic and then start like commenting back, and then just I would contribute Ooh. to the fire as opposed yeah. to letting the fire yeah. die out. That's yeah. what I would yeah. probably oh, do. Wow. It's been reactive or. Or I would Fuck. take that anger out on someone else, like a family member, or a loved yeah. one, or a friend. You know,
3: mm-hmm.
0: I would take that yeah. anger out somewhere else. Yeah. Who knows? So
3: that's real talk.
0: Yeah, yeah. real that's talk, honey. Real.
1: Which so is hate comments. So Stop doing like,
2: it. I, seriously, <laughs> but they like, hurt people. Hurt people, right? And I think that's yeah. that's something that I think about a lot. Even if it's like we. I'm I'm fortunate enough to know so many people who have a lot of self-awareness and have gone through a lot of healing and continuously inspire me to like be better because I have moments all the time being an actor and being in this space. Anything creative or like kind of demands an audience Even this podcast. I've talked about so many times on this show, like here and there. All over the place, like, I don't know if my show is worth making or having it listened to. And like, as people compliment me, I'm like, why? And I'm always like, boo! (laughs) I know. I love you. Um, But it's kind of this, like, what's the metric of success, right? And like, even as a grown ass woman, I still very much struggle with it. I've kind of embraced that I probably might always, and that Mm -hmm. it's gonna be okay, and something I just have to manage. It's, it's frightening to me, and it's just not saying, like, every generation has their different plight, and they have their different threats, I guess, right? I don't think any—like, we just have different dangers, right? We might be better loved by parents that are, like, going to therapy now, right? Like, generationally, our parents— here on out have maybe better coping mechanisms and are going to be less abusive to their kids. However, now the kids have a different environment where, like, everyone around them is trying to be a celebrity. And so they're going to be fucking terrible to each other online. And you're not going to know that because even if you're a great parent, like, you can't control what's happening because the culture that they're immersed in is so brutal. So I think those are the things I think about a lot of, like,
1: Mm.
2: what's at stake because when you ask kids lately... In the last like 10 years, you consistently ask kids like, what do you want to be when you grow up? A lot of them put like YouTuber or famous or like TikTok star. And I hear from like teenagers now that I still like chaperone and I did this thing. You know, I talk with high schoolers every single year. There's a lot of it's so much social currency. It's the thing that makes you popular and have power. And like, yeah, Yeah.
3: I, you know, I really do. I credit the both of you and specifically like Kevin, I, I really credit you for helping me look at social media in such a different way because oh, you know you. I, I worked in social media and I did marketing you know and I was a social media manager for years for brands you know and I, I still do some stuff on the side for brands mm-hmm. um, but when it came to my own social media it it I couldn't untether it from my self-worth and I, mm. I looked I really did look at it as like if I didn't get likes on something it's because I wasn't liked mm. you know and As much as I tried to look at it differently, like I really couldn't until, you know, we started the three of us and, you know, Kevin and I really had conversations about like, what is content creation? Um, And honestly, doing that little stint I did on TikTok helped me like switch it from being wow this is like whether or not I'm valuable and whether or not I have something worth saying to like oh let me just keep creating things and like see kind of what takes off and in that way like it's a more enjoyable process Mm -hmm. because it's bypassing my self-worth and how I look at myself and now I'm trying to just apply the same thing to you know uh, to how I Conduct myself and use social media in general, mm-hmm. you know, because I would literally go into these rabbit holes where I'm like I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't get any comments on this and then I'd scroll and see my friends commenting on someone else's thing And i'm like, oh, well in my mind i'm less valuable than this person's post
0: mm. and, and and you
3: play that comparison game and then and then it becomes exhausting to post things yep. Yeah, you know versus yeah. your like your intention just it becomes, taking like a Yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead.
0: Oh no, 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 no! Like your intention of posting was to get likes, to be liked, as opposed to just creating content that you or creating whatever a piece of art for yourself that you enjoy, Mm -hmm. totally share with Mm -hmm. others. Yeah,
3: I would be. Yeah, and you know, I would post a singing video, and if I it, it didn't get enough attention, I'd be like, well, who I who am I as a singer? Is it even worth continuing as an artist? You know, Mm. like these thoughts would cross my mind and it was so, I didn't realize how exhausting it was and destructive. It was until, um, like watching both of you work and seeing how you've kind of created a good, a better system for yourself where you're bypassing, um, self and looking at really like almost like running a TV show, you know, running like a, a morning news network or something like you, you, you're just the perspective is totally different. And I, I really, really, really valued that. I can't tell you how much it's saved my mental health over the years. Mm. Oh, I'm so glad. Oh, my gosh.
0: OK, Prisca, I, thank you. Hey. Thank you for shining that light. That made me feel so good. That made yes. both of us feel so good. Thank you for that. Yeah. Ugh, I'm very coachable. So <laughs> please
3: keep coaching. Prisca, I love. think you're so you're you're you're.
2: Magic sauce, if you will, and it's not something that you you you're trying to make. I think this is the essence of Priska that I rave about to everyone here, first of all, to everyone in my universe, is your vulnerability and your deep soul and your ability to just like take that from inside to outside in this like incredibly powerful way. Cause I think it's a lot of these things that you just said, I've related every single thing you said and I felt like mm. so seen and so held because you're being so raw with like what you feel and you're not I'm not saying it's like not a self-conscious thing like clearly you are because you're sharing that it is but also the way that you mm. share it is so like liberating because we all feel that right <laughs> and you're not yes. trying to do that and I think that's I just want to like verbalize that on on our episode that I think that that's such an incredible like skill that you have a gift that you have and I think that those metrics that I've been paying attention to, you and I are similar, both of being like podcast creators, right? And being very aware of that, that very specific yeah. niche ecosystem. We've had our powwows of like, <laughs> how do I make it better? Yes. And like, can you give me feedback? Which is great. Right? I think that striving is so admirable. And it's not something I discourage. And it's also contextualizing it of like, why am I doing this again, though? Like, is the metric to have 8 billion, you know, downloads and have everyone right. like it? And yes, it'd be great to make tons of money and have ads, but also that creates a lot of extra work as well. Like, what's the goal? <laughs> and we've, we've asked that of each other and I continue to ask it of myself, like, is it to make an impact or is it to be popular? Is it is there a way to be both? Mm. Or is it naturally like if I have a strong point of view, it's going to naturally repel a lot of people. I don't think a lot of things yeah. I have to say, there's a lot of people are going to talk shit about what I have to say, what I think.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know uh, what I like. Uh, I really... I I appreciate the two of you so much, and like to your listeners, like this is why our group chat has gotten us through the pandemic, like yeah. <laughs> because it's so necessary and I think supportive and and loving, and I I just I literally really think like what you guys say and what we say to each other is we each value it, and I think that's what keeps us learning and growing together, you know. I
1: love um, it, and I
3: love. yeah, and I would want to say like. I, I just had this conversation with Abe last night, but we were talking about churches and how nowadays, you know, we both grew up in the church and we're we're not, I'm not religious at all anymore, but there's this voracious desire to grow, grow, grow your con- congregation. Mm. And it I think that that correlates so much so with, increasing followers whether it's for your individual thing your brand or for like your podcast you know there's always there's no ceiling so there's always this moving goalpost of mm-hmm. like what might be enough and I think I think what Abe has taught me is like you know when I was trying to help him start his social media stuff I was like cool this is how you grow and at the time it was like use hashtags and like do this and like tag <laughs> this and like blah 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 <laughs> and he's like I don't want to do that. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? I'm like, you know, I'm helping you. These are the keys to the kingdom, you know? (laughs) And he's like, no, I want people to come across my story. And if they relate to it in a powerful enough way, that's who I want to stay. And anyone who's not in on that, that's fine. Mm -hmm. And
0: I was like, Wait, what the fuck? Like, I don't understand. It yeah. doesn't, doesn't come here. Oh my god. Oh yeah. my god. Oh my god. I know the perfect analogy. It's like you're yes. you guys are making a pizza. Y'all are making ah! a pizza. And and, oh my and Chris is like, you need to put this, this cheese, and this type of mushrooms, and these vegetables, and this meat, and use this dough, and use this water for this specific dough. And then Abe's like, I just want this cheese pizza. Like that's all oh, I want. My that is that's the only thing we're going to our order. pizza
3: orders. <laughs> oh my god. That's like not even That's not, like a fake scenario. Yes, that is like a, literally No, that is the actual scenario.
0: Like yes. and and I think that's I, I like I think that's so valid because if Abe just wants to sell cheese pizza, go yes. right ahead. There, were, yes. there yes. will be people yes. that just love cheese pizza. Do I want cheese pizza? Yeah. Like once a year maybe. But, like, just, there will be someone out there that wants cheese pizza every day. Like, and that person yes. is, is out there.
3: Absolutely. And honestly, if he posts something, he will get, like, seven or eight phone calls wow. from people. From friends being like, hey, I saw you posted this. Like, I need your opinion on, on XYZ. Whoa. And I'm like, wow, that's some... Like, you know, seeing the... The repercussions and the 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 kind of consequences of that in a positive way is kind of crazy because that's not the rubric that we've kind of we give each other, yeah, you know, but it, it yeah, and I, I think it's like I think it's like being happy and whole with where you exactly are is something like that we need to be promoting more, you know, agreed,
2: agreed. I think so much success of like people that I look up to. The pa- that's a pattern I have seen e- Not that it's always like that The consistency can be spotty Because we're human beings And we're like yeah we get really driven by f- The fame or like the power Or the attention or the benefits Right the free swag the, All the you know nice events and oh, stuff Free swag yes I mean you know I love a good moisturizer um, yes, I'm not gonna lie We need another tumbler <laughs>
0: I, a- I need <laughs> another mug I need, but I need another hydro like type Some of more bottle. more shot
3: glasses. I need another
0: <laughs> canvas bag. <laughs> another, oh my God. <laughs>
3: Don't have enough of? Stickers.
0: <laughs> uh, I need a sticker I and a canvas I just need bag. more
3: stickers. Thank we you. Need I need it. Stat. Let's
2: talk about the evolution of influence. Stickers.
0: We love I know. It. And that was my <laughs>
2: first thing, you guys. When I made my merch and I made stickers, I felt so like oh my self-validated. I just, yeah. I just yeah.
3: ordered stickers. So I am with you. I, I just wait. ordered two horny goat stickers. I will so. rock that sticker.
2: <laughs> <laughs> 1,000%. But I think like the way that it's kind of like playing out in terms of watching how we strive for these things and, like, mm. I don't want to, like, okay, be so overly, oh, it's so bad. I personally don't want to strive for fame. I, I I've like, shift. I want to strive for impact. I want to strive for the phone call. Mm. Well, I don't, also boundaries. I don't want everyone calling me. But, like, sure, that sure, sure. level <laughs> of, like, impact of something kind of hitting really deep and not... I would love to entertain. I would love for somebody just like, oh, that was really funny. And they got something like positive. That'd be amazing. I'd be happy with that. Yeah. But I also care about impact. And so what that's going to result in has changed. I might not get invited to all the things. in this last couple of years of like not being director of collaboration, you guys have heard so much about it. And thank you, by the <laughs> way, for counseling me. I was going through a whole like upheaval of like, who the who the hell am I? Like yeah. I went from being invited to all these things in in our very specific niche community to like the invites dissipated and in some places like completely stopped and watching that on social media and then like revisiting, like, am I going to make it as an actor? What does that mean? What is making it? I think like the thing that I'm evaluating now is just being intentional because I've seen how fame quote unquote changes people and how mm-hmm. that growth and all that, the pluses that we look at as like we want those pluses we want the free stuff and we want people taking our pictures and da da, da, da. like i i think i'm personally right now working on getting to a good place of if attention comes because fame is so subjective right or like become mm-hmm. a celebrity or being an influencer in any way that that doesn't change me for the worse, and i have to be very clear about what the hell that means and i'm still not mm-hmm. like settled on it yet because, like, I was like, oh, my God, am I going to start driving, like, a like a disgustingly fancy car and, like, do, you know, buy mm. these things? Because I have so much, I've had so much judgment. But I'm like, mm. but that would be
3: cute, too. <laughs> like, what's wrong with having on, a nicer car if I, like, honestly, that's what I love about getting older. Because, on like, I think all of us in our now, like, mid-30s, we don't care how people are living their best life exactly. as much as we did in our 20s, you know? Exactly. So I can only imagine, like, us in our 40s and, like... Do what? Like if you want to drive like a fiery Lamborghini, like please pick me up. Like I will. Let's fucking go, you know? And I think um I, I think our metrics for success will continue to change. And I think fame will and if we're being honest with ourselves, fame will and won't be part of those metrics at different times. Yes. But it'll always sneak in and I think I don't want to sit here and being like, well, none of us want to be famous. That's just that wouldn't be true, mm-hmm. but how do we mitigate those feelings within ourselves and how do we manage it, you know, in in a sustainable way? Yeah. And how do we check ourselves? And then again, how do we keep up keep people around us who will keep us in check? Yes. You know, because like we saw with the slap heard around the world, the the, the like fame has created new norms for this person you know for these people Mm -hmm. and so that could easily happen to us because like you said he's a human and if it can happen to him it can also happen to us so Mm -hmm. it's something that is important to keep checks and balances around us where if you tell me that i'm going a little bit cray cray i will believe you because like we've created a rubric together to kind of hold each other accountable to
2: so true and that's a huge blessing that is a huge blessing that I don't ever want to take for granted. And I think those relationships, I will I will consciously do my best and vision board the shit out of it with you too, How to like <laughs> keep that at front of mind because I think once you lose that, mm-hmm. there's a lot of room for, you know, we all go in our places, but it could get bad fast. And yeah. Have you guys yes, heard of that yes. that concept? Like, oh, money doesn't, money and fame doesn't change you. It reveals you. Have you heard that?
0: Yeah, 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 Ooh, it, yeah. It reveals you What do who you think are. of that? Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's true. That it's one thousand percent true. I, I I I love that quote. I love. I really, really, Ooh. really love that quote because I feel. Have you? Yeah. Uh, like I feel at the end of the day, money will change you no matter what because you'll be able mm-hmm. able to afford the things that you want to afford. However, it will just. It'll definitely unpack and go, okay, well, what are you going to do with that money do, mm-hmm. do, 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 mm-hmm. do, you, do you want to spend it all? Do you spend it all on what are you, exactly are you spending it all on you know mm-hmm. it, it does mm-hmm. it does show it does show it does yeah
3: have have you seen that like firsthand just of of that moment of reveal with someone who became rich or very famous i I don't know if
2: I well. I've 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 shared anecdotes with the two I've just it's on a very very niche you know this universe of Asian America and specifically in the world that I've inhabited for a decade and a half with collaboration like watch people go from literally people from the local colleges (laughs) auditioning Mm -hmm. in in literally a college classroom for a, a you know a row of young professionals and students with a scoreboard right like being the ones to say, yes, we choose you for our show and stuff like that. And watching versions of that go from the being the nobody to watching them excel and like go into the stratosphere. There are some people that I've gotten to see straight up within our small showcases um, mm. to being global celebrities. I've seen that very mm. few times, but it's happened in front of my eyes. And the vibes that I get and the different things that I'm noticing... It's helping me be like a good barometer. Like, I was like, oh, I was right about them. They are like, they're a dope person. And I, mm. for me, the ones that I admire, I've the consistent thing I've seen is that they remember where they came from and they remain humble. They have a humility about them. It doesn't change their ambition. It doesn't change their drive. But they yeah. appreciate who they are, who their family and their true friends are. And they yeah. re- maintain gratitude and humility. I've seen mm. assholes who like walk in with a certain confidence that's very seductive and very charming, yeah. But I can also see, and I'm foreshadowing. I don't know. I don't know if I'm manifesting <laughs> right now
1: that
2: it can be the thing that undoes that's they're undoing later because they're so
1: yeah.
2: it, they're 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 missing the. In my opinion, this is Minji's opinion. They're missing the mark of like they've forgotten where they come from. They they're they are caught up in the power of the fame, and. Yeah. I don't know. I can't, I I have my predictions, but I cannot say for certain. But you can also tell, like, there's a lot of people, like, they just start steering away from them. You know, their their character Mm. comes out. And so I have seen Mm. it. Um, I don't know their internal life. I don't know what they're doing. You know, when I it's just all like vibes. It's yeah. It's an it's an uh unspecific science, but I, I and that's for each person, and I also also really believe that people are capable of evolving and transforming in yes. really wonderful ways. So Agreed. Even if I think I was like, "Oh God, they're such a douchebag," and they're just like always going to be like that. Like I can I can definitely think that, but I could also totally be wrong. They could have some like life altering moment. They can like you know like yeah. so many different things yeah. happen to so many people. So who knows?
0: It's also not your responsibility and, to make sure they change or how they not. change or evolve. So bye. Exactly. It's
3: true, exactly. but yes. And it's interesting because I think we're talking about celebrity both on a global level, on a national level, but then also in a, on a community level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm curious to ask like what you guys think about like specifically our community, like the Asian American community in Los Angeles. It's a very small community. Um, It's a very small community, but there is like a who's who kind of aspect to it, you know? Mm -hmm. And how does it feel like, and I know, Minji, like you've run so many community events and um, you've been in charge of putting people on stages and on screens to a certain extent. But how do you feel about like our community jumping on the people that Hollywood co-signs like so intensely, you know? Um, and I don't feel like I, we don't need to name any names at all, mm-hmm. but um, that we have our own mini celebrity culture yes, in our, in our community, you know? And so, yeah. How do you look at that? How do you process that? How do you kind of stay, you know, I don't know, just above it, I guess, in certain ways. I wouldn't say I'm above it a lot. I, I'm down <laughs> Y'all have heard it. How do you how do you deal with it? How, how do, do you deal, deal with, with it?
1: it
2: I think, um, yeah. Well, how do I walk into it? Usually with a stink eye, uh, <laughs> ah! because
1: it's <laughs>
2: just like well, like I think the 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 rose colored glasses came off a long time ago, and so sure. I and because I have aspirations, it's all layered because I want to also be in TV film, right? So I'm like I'm paying yeah. attention of like how do I want to be and who are the kind of people I want around me, mm. on top of just being a judgy regular human of like, who are you? Who do you think you are? <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, I think that people are opportunists. And sometimes mm. it's, it's for the best because they really want to elevate the community. And they really want to advance, you know, representation or like the queer community or whatever. Like they have their, their own personal agenda. And that agenda is not always bad, you know? Um, But because they have their agenda, they can overlook a lot of things. Again, like, there's so much that they see. You're just—celebrities can just be, for whatever they bring, their clout or their numbers or whatever, right? Um, Mm. It's just—you're a shiny object. And so people can Mm -hmm. get very, you know, seduced by that. Yeah. And it happens. Yeah. And the way I deal with it is, like, like Kevin said, like, it's not— I don't I don't feel like a good person when I'm as judgy as I have been. So I've been really working on that to be more empathetic Mm. and to disconnect, honestly, just like detach. I was like, you know, like you're spending way too much of your limited energy, especially after COVID. Like, really, is this where you want to allocate your fucks? Really? Like,
3: right. So such a limited supply. But it can get under your skin. It absolutely like, does. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And it Especially me. because you've been a curator for the community to like for so many years, you know, maybe not so much right now, but you were for so long, you know. It, so it's hard not to it's hard to like step away from that life and then see how other people are kind of taking that mantle up and then not be frustrated. I, I think that's very human. You, you know, you. thank you for, mm-hmm. for validating me. But
2: yeah, I, I just I, I know I get very idealistic and that can be a fault. Like, honestly, it's, it's very exhausting. to Like, I want mm. good people to succeed. Right. And mm-hmm. that is my opinion. Yeah. But I have my metrics of who I think are good people. And when there's talented people and good people, that's like the best. I'm like, fuck, yeah, go. That's like the shine. apex. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's I, there's all these choices around me that it's like it's it's just a clout chasing or it's just a, like, utilization of each other's fame and power to, like, Reach this other goal. And sometimes it turns out great and sometimes it doesn't. That's life. But yeah, I get, I have to, I talk about it to my therapist. (laughs) I like, (laughs) oh, poor Emily. She's heard so much about me. Emily. (laughs) We love you, Emily. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Um, But that's how I do. I I talk about it, I I acknowledge it. I then examine, like, what is my relationship? Why am I so triggered by these certain things? How can I detach from it? How can I? Um, take action in my own life to like, like you, what Kevin said at the very top, just to have good social hygiene, to practice mm. empathy. If I do grow up, come across for myself and the person that I'm like being triggered by and be like, Hey, you know what? I don't know what your life is. Like <laughs> don't know. Yeah. You have a nicer car than me. That's about it. And like, <laughs> cool. You know, just yeah. zoom out, zoom out and detach out. and then do it all over again. <laughs>
3: bird's eye view. Be a drone is what you're saying. Be kind, a drone. Of, kind of. <laughs> Just kidding. Um,
2: but I love you both. How do you, how, as we close out this, I love this conversation so much. It's been honestly very healing. How do you guys it feel? It felt like two wow. minutes, but I
3: realized it's been like an hour and a half. Yeah.
2: I'm curious as you guys are moving forward as creatives yourselves, because we do this when we do our group meetings, What are your intentions as like the things that you want to put into the world? I'm
0: curious. Mm. Ooh, can I go first? Like, yes, please. Yes, go first. Compassion, (laughs) compassion for yourself and compassion for others. Ooh. Mm. It's something I've been Mm. doing. I've been practicing literally every day, and I have a cute little gay journal, and I'm just like, compassion, (laughs) Kevin. And it just helps me be kind, extremely kind to myself and extremely kind to others. So. It it. Shows. However, I, practice on your first on yourself first. Please practice that with yourself. So an example could Ooh. be, oh, oh no, I ate a whole pizza by myself, and instead of guilt tripping yourself, <laughs> like afterwards and beating yourself up, and then like b- like going to the gym hardcore and then getting another pizza after, just be like, girl, <laughs> we had a we had a day. It totally you had you, you, you <laughs> ate a pizza. It's fine. Let's do better yeah. tomorrow. Yes. So.
3: Oh, I love it. I needed to hear that. Good yeah. I I needed to hear that. Well, your compassion shows and it benefits everyone around you. So I'm glad you applied it to yourself first and then apply it to everyone you see and the work that you do because it is so evident.
0: Ugh, Oxygen mask on self first. I That's, love it. Right. Mm. Yes. On this the- giant Hurling rock going through space. Please put your <laughs> masks on. <laughs> Which
2: apparently yes. the aliens have arrived and stuff. Like anyway, that's a whole other conversation.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, what now
2: about you, first on
3: Um. I yeah. I, wow. Compassion. I I love that so much. I think for me, a lot of what I'm trying to do in the world is, um, just to not take things for face value
1: mm-hmm. and.
3: I think, like, I think it's really. I think I, I am a person who, like, maybe too easily buys into things and um, too easily can jump on whatever team and pick a side. Mm. Um, and just for myself, I'm trying to just, like, slice through things horizontally um, and think about things at its cross sections, at its intersections, um, and to break that down in in easily chewable ways like you know whether it's cooking or whether it's deeper topics like we cover on the podcast like i just don't want to just take things for face value and jump on a bandwagon really quickly Mm -hmm. just because it feels good and i know it feels good because i'm very prone to that so it's (sighs) been a good exercise for me i think yeah so self-aware I don't know. But I try. You do. No,
2: you're so good at that. You're so good at that. I think knowing like what you are prone to that I'm I'm going to take that word. That is a word I'm taking out of this conversation. Yes. And I think that's actually a good, I think, a more compassionate way to frame a quote unquote weakness. Like, oh, yeah, I'm this is a weakness. I blah, blah, blah. No, it's like I'm prone to this. Like, yes, I am prone to being judgmental. Has it also helped me yeah. sometimes? Yeah. Like, <laughs> my mm-hmm. judginess has made me very discerning in a lot of situations. Like, I've developed a strong, you know, right. eye or mind or whatever you want to call it. So, there's there's multiple ways to look at it. And I love that you you brought that to the table.
1: Eee. You
2: are the table, Priska. <laughs> How light. about you, Minji? Uh, I think what I intend to move forward is I've been big on the honesty thing. I think... Ooh. That is uh, something I've shied away from in my own life sometimes because the honest truth hurts a lot. It's not pleasant. It's not always Mm -hmm. terrible. But I also think honesty and truthfulness is a good way to, like, solve problems, I guess. The ones that really need solving. The honest truth is, Mm -hmm. yeah, I get a really big kick out of getting lots of likes on a post. Is that the best way for me to, like, derive joy out of my life? Is it making me happy? You know, like, what's the truth Mm. there? Um, Hmm. and what do I want? Then what do I, what, what would be best for me to do about that? Truthfully, Mm -hmm. not posting Mm -hmm. more photos. So I get more likes and then, you know, keep getting it up. Or is it to like revisit my relationship with social media? And like, what am I really wanting Is well? Then I can be compassionate to myself and, you know, talk to myself and say loving things in the mirror.
3: Yeah. Versus loving things in the
2: mirror. Yeah. Like instead of trying to post things all the time, like truth. And that's, that's intention of things I want to make. Film, my acting, um, I'm learning more and more. I'm getting back into that craft and like wanting to be a regular person. That is what I want. I want to represent and be the everyday woman. We are very complex beings. We are layered and being honest about that, not being afraid to be quote unquote ugly on, on camera or show unsavory sides, quote unquote, of my personality, like my aggressiveness and my anger and like, you know, things that I've like, qualified as bad being honest about that in the work that I make, that's important to me too. So that's an intention of mine is just continuing to be as honest as possible.
3: Love that so much. Yay. I
0: love you. We love and support. And I, Love and support. We love and support. Slay, mama, queen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Love it. Well, we kind of answered
2: my last question. So, like, we'll say that that's the third. But two questions because we do our roundtable to close out every episode. And I, I just have, I love you both so much. Yes. Um, what are you both grateful for today or now?
0: Okay, I'll go first. (laughs) I got these (laughs) blue light blocker sunglasses. (laughs) Okay. okay. These blue light blocker glasses for nighttime. So you wear them at night and they're orange and they block out all blue light completely because what it does is it helps um, start your body to start producing melatonin naturally. So you (gasps) can get a proper night's sleep. Yes, Mama, we're in our thirties. I got my physical last week, and my doctor was like, "Oh my God, have you tried these glasses?" I was like, "I'm ordering them." So I just found a pair off Amazon, and I kid you not—I mean, I do look like a scientist that has like orange Ah, glasses at nighttime. (laughs) However, I kid you not—I've been doing it every day this week. I'm able to go to sleep faster and more naturally.
2: Like, no, I am. Im- oh, yes. my God. What, what is ambassador. your um a- ambassador link or what, what
0: it's level, f- level four alpha eyes.
3: <laughs> OK, I'm just picturing you as Jeff Goldblum in like, Jurassic literally, Con, I so. like Goldblum. <laughs> literally I look like Jeff Goldblum. Literally, I look
0: like Jeff Goldblum. Yes.
3: Um, that is so-, yes. so hot. It's so I am good, here for and it. And I'm just
0: so thankful because we're constantly on our if even if we're not doing work. And we stop at, like, 7 p.m., we're still going to watch TV. Our lights yeah. are still on. We'll check social media. And all of those blue lights are very are still going to get to us. So block them all out. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes, we love. Science. So I'm thank, we I'm, I'm, science. Thank, yeah, I'm thankful for science. Yes. <laughs> yes. Love. Love what are y'all for- thankful for?
3: Huh. I weirdly like, you know, I've been sick with COVID for the past like two weeks and I'm finally like feeling a lot better, but I was really grateful for the time to be still. Mm. I I, I think like, even though like we've been in a pandemic, I think I've so quickly um, like gone back to, you know, planning, packing my, my calendar with dinners and events and whatnot. And then, um, I think it was just so great to like remind myself of like there's a beauty and a comfort and a pe- obviously a peacefulness in stillness and not going anywhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and just spending time with myself. And, um, I've been really grateful for that because I didn't realize how tired I was, you know, cause when you're just going, you don't feel it. And then when you get the chance to really stop, um, you you appreciate just how nice it feels to not have to keep spinning. Yeah.
2: That's so good.
3: I'm so – I was so worried because, like, you were – I know you're
2: physically so – in such a yucky place, but that's – I'm so glad that you got that. That's a great yeah. side benefit. I love it. Thank you. I'm, I'm thankful for like, you, too, Alcumontra. So nice. I'm so thankful for you, too. Like, I just Thank cannot you. express.
3: We got a good um, thing going. We do. I think so. I think we should take this on the road. (laughs) Oh, we will. Um, And what are
2: you guys looking forward to?
0: A great night's sleep after I wear my (laughs) night glasses. Ooh, producing natural melatonin. Tying it all together. Forget (gasps) Joe's
3: supplements. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I'm looking forward to... Um, having a little little bit of immunity for a little bit from this little COVID thingy thing.
2: Nice. Oh, nice. That's really good. <laughs>
3: uh. <laughs> How about you, min i um,
2: I'm looking forward to summer and to shooting my short film. Woo!
0: Yes, cool. I need <gasps> to
2: catch you. We've been chatting about so many different things, but I need to catch up with both of you about what the hell's been going on with my movie coming
0: out that I'm making. Okay. Yes! Love, and I it's been anything.
2: fab and I'm immensely looking forward to that and scared. But I'm looking forward to it.
0: Okay. We'd love a little bit of fear. That's. Fear motivates us.
2: Yes. We're, we're being a little brave. Keeps us alive. Um, And I love that we did our intentions reflections. But just because we're keeping consistent with the format, what would you like mm-hmm. to leave with our listeners today? Compassion.
0: <laughs>
1: compassion. <laughs> for yourself.
0: And compassion for others. And who cares about likes and everything? I say make make posts and content that make you happy. So
3: Word. Mm. snaps, snaps, Word. snaps. Um, wow. I, I don't, I don't know if I could, you know, <laughs> I think that's a perfect, perfect, perfect answer. Um, I would just say you're doing great. And if someone, it seems like other people are doing more or they're ahead of you, it's all fucking bogus. <laughs> it's all fake. like, they're all just keeping up the facade as much as you are. And so just, just hold and accept yourself because you're doing great. Like truly, you are doing absolutely perfect. Don't feel like you got to do any more or any love less. It.
1: I
2: love it. And I love you too. That's my final thoughts with this audience. I'm so thankful for my friends. You guys are wonderful. Thank you for providing such a good, insightful discussion about i think something that's so pervasive in our society and that deserves to have some dismantling and i think we did that while having a really good time and that's all i can ask for work yeah thank
3: you too also real quick where can people find you um, first. okay yeah i um at Prisca music Prisca with the k music with the k on instagram and um youtube and then you can also find me on a podcast that i host with my friend roxy she and it's called two horny goats so you can find us on the on the interwebs with that
0: we love you can find me at level four alpha four is in really? the actual number alpha with a ph and um i'm everywhere ah! so just like look there you know
3: if you're not following Level 4 <laughs> Alpha, like, what are you doing? Like, you literally, what the are you doing? Content.
0: Follow, follow, follow. You better.
2: <laughs> For
3: the
0: best gay vibes, yes.
2: follow. Yes. I love how we were just talking about like celebrity uh, cultures, influencer cultures, trash. And we're like, but follow me. <laughs> I'm just pointing out the irony. But honestly, if the, if the vibes are there, I say I love following people that I vibe with. It's honestly a joy. Nothing's good or bad. Yeah. Just like enjoy a yeah. laugh. Yeah.
3: I love you too yeah. so
2: much. I'm giving you huge hugs. So big. So- love you.
3: Thanks for having us. Thank you. We loved it.
2: It was so great. Okay. I will talk to you very soon, as in like immediately. But thank you. Like right after this. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye
2: thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode with kevin fong and Priska talking about unpacking celebrity culture and influencers y'all need to please check out their content i don't even i think content just is such a disservice but we'll call it content um check out two horny goats on all the podcast platforms where Priska and roxy host their brilliance together and check out Prisco's music and Kevin Fong. Of course, you can find him on TikTok, Instagram at level4alpha. And thank you so much to my team. Thank you to Marvin Yui, my audio engineer and producer. Thank you to Anna Sun, my producer, who's now so close to having baby number two, and my social media manager, Juliana Deer. And happy to announce that for the second half of First of All, Priscilla's is actually going to be my producer and helping me get this, these episodes out to you guys. So I'm just so excited for that and so grateful to have her on board. It's friends helping friends. There's so much love. It's wonderful. And thank you to my Patreon patrons. I miss you guys. I'm going to talk to you soon. And um, you guys helped me keep this microphone on. So thank you so much for all your support. If you'd like support, first of all, go check out firstofallpod.com to see... If and how you can support, all the links are there. If you want to say hello, feel free to email firstofallpod at gmail.com. Follow along on Instagram at firstofallpod and my personal page at Minjeezy. And you can find, first of all, on all the podcast platforms on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, whatnot. If you liked it, enjoy it. Share it with a friend. Please leave a five-star review because it does help everybody out there. Find the podcast easier. Helps with that algorithm. You know what I mean? Um, I love that we just talked about celebrity culture. I'm just like, please follow my content and do all the things. I'm just keeping it real. Like, I wouldn't do this if it wasn't meant with the intention to impact and be something good in everyone else's lives. So yeah, please do that. I would love you and appreciate you for that. And even if you don't, I still love you too. Thank you to Uzohan for use of his song, Uzutrap, for the intro. And this week's outro is by an independent artist named Solomon Wook. A um, song called ADHD Screens. A little song on social media, so it's a little fitting, you know what I mean? But super big fan of finding independent artists and like plugging them on this show. Uh, there's more artists to be shared and. I'm excited to discover them. So if you have recommendations, again, I put my contact info, email me, first of all, pod, DM me, let me know if you have an artist that you recommend. But in any case, enjoy the song by Solomon. Thank you for tuning in. Take care of yourselves. Drink water, wear sunscreen, as Kevin Fong would say. I love you. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.
0: Notification, hope it's some more instant gratification. hope it's a ticket to the simulation, comes with a VIP trip to the matrix, surrounded by ADHD screens, till I OD on his ADD, put my daily feed, HTTP, do anything and everything to make me see, I'm building a clone like bird person, I'm building a clone, this is the third version. he talk about himself in the third person, I'm not stopping, do y'all think he works perfect, ay, hey. he comes with a rearranged screen and a chip in his brain with a DNA link, so we do what I do, but people can't see it. If y'all appreciate him, I can appreciate me then Hey, I'm Kim Cooper and I co-host the podcast Asians
2: in Baseball alongside Naomi Co. and Scott Okamoto. Asians in Baseball is exactly what it sounds like. A podcast about the Asian and Asian Native Hawaiian Pacific Islander Americans in Major League Baseball. Every week, we break down the highlights of what's going on with Asians in baseball and then take a deeper dive into the Asian and Asian Americans past and present who have shaped baseball as it is today. Whether you're Kim Eng's number one fan or you've never even heard of Hideo Nomo, we've got something for everyone, especially for the Shohei Otani stands Maybe too much for the Shohei Otani stans. Listen to Asians in Baseball wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Potluck Podcast Collective.